This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. Dot, I assume Tom. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with someone that was a huge part of my childhood that was everybody's annoying neighbor, but now is one of everybody's favorites on television, including the streaming service Netflix. Uh, the final episodes are airing Tuesday, June 2nd, which we are sad to see you go again. Andrea Barber, how are you? Hi, RC. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks for chatting with me today. I uh, I love talking about Fuller House and Kimmy Gibbler and... I'm sad that it's ending, but I'm so excited for people to watch these final nine episodes. I think they're going to love them. It's full of so much of everything, so much emotion and so much fun and so much silliness. I think uh, people really need this right now, especially in quarantine. They yeah. need something to binge and something to get their minds off of the, the problems of the world. And, and Fuller House is, is just the thing they need. Well, is it a different goodbye this time going around? Because, I mean, the first time, you know, you were, an, uh, you were a teenager, you were still doing the adolescent thing, trying to figure yourself out, which college you're going to go to, everything else. Now you're a mother of two, but you have to say goodbye to the people you grew up with again. Yeah, it's you, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, the first time around, yeah, I was 18 years old. I was ready to, to go to college and explore new things. I was sad to see Full House end, but I was, I was ready. I was ready to move on. Um, but now I'm 43, you know, I have a lifetime worth of perspective on just what these friendships mean to me and what this, the legacy of this show means to our audience and our fans who have been so loyal for 30 years. So it's a lot more emotional this time around to say goodbye to the show. Um, and I know I'm still going to see Candace and Jody and the cast members where, you know, we're never going to be out of each other's lives, but it was just such a great place to work. Um, and show up every day and get to laugh with people I've known since I was 10 years old. That's It's so rare to be able to just be yourself and they know, we know each other so well. We know when we're having a bad day or when we need time alone or, you know, it's just, it's so rare to work with people that you've known since you were 10 years old. Um, and I will miss seeing their faces every day. And not on top of working with people that you knew since you were 10 years old, but still liking them after all this time. <laughs> right? I know it's like a real family because we still it's not like we don't argue or, you know, get on each other's nerves. We do, but we love each other regardless and we still we still love each other and want to be in each other's lives. You know, it's it's kind of just like a real family. It's it's everything and I I just love it. I cherish these friendships so much. Uh bring me back to season 1 of Fuller House and the announcements made that, hey, we're going to bring everybody back and Kimmy's going to be an even bigger part of the series. What was that like? You know, 25, 30 years later, we are like, really, we're doing this again? Or, oh, it's about time. No, I, I felt it was about time. Like, I thought, why, would it, why wouldn't we do this? Like, it's such a great idea to flip the, the premise of the original show and have three ladies raising you know, the three little boys, um, it just, it just made sense to me. I, I, I was surprised it didn't happen sooner, but, you know, Fuller House was really one of the first of this reboot craze. You know, I feel like everybody's doing a reboot now, but we were one of the first to bring it back. And so we had a hard time convincing some of these network executives that this was a good idea. <laughs> I think a lot of them felt like, what, why, why would you want to bring a show back that's already been done? But our goal was never to 
do Full House again. We wanted to create a brand new show with familiar characters. And I think that's why it's been so successful because um, the people who grew up on Full House are invested in, in our characters, but now they have kids of their own. And so it's really become this multi-generational show that families can still watch together, just like the original Full House. You know, we're still, we still have parents and kids watching TV together. And that's a great thing, especially now, since we're all stuck inside together. Um, it's, it's just been this, this great thing. And I, and I hope that that's the legacy that Fuller House leaves behind is that, um, you know, you, you want, you want your kids to watch the same shows that you loved as a kid. And I, and I, I, I think we achieved that. Um, and I hope we continue to achieve that. I hope we keep birthing new fans every generation because that's really great. It's worked out great for us. And, um, I would just, I would love to do a third iteration of the show and do fullest house someday when we're all of the age to be grandmothers. I think it, I think people would still tune in, you know? I think why not? They they've been tuning in for 33 years. Why not more? Well, I've been getting advanced screeners of the seasons and I've always had friends that are like, you know, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I can't tell you. And then I'll get the text messages. You didn't tell me new kids on the block was in this season. You didn't tell me that there was a, a wrestling show that they crossed <laughs> over with Lucha Vavum to do and all. I was like, "Hey, that's not my place cuz I'll get in trouble." But what was it like, you know? Right. Cuz you know, all of we're all 80s kids, so we all remember new kids. We all remember, you know, the the ponytail on the side of the head that you girls had to wear and all that stuff. What's it like? Not only you know your kids saw what you did then, and now they're watching you today. Like, what's it like for your own children in that aspect? Oh, my kids love to. This is just another way for them to poke fun at me. You know, it's. <laughs> I think kids are always embarrassed by their parents, and then it is it's sort of magnified when you play Kimmy Gibbler and. Yeah, they can see me with like neon scrunchies and tights, you know, as a, as a 16 year old. And I have a 16 year old now. And so it's, it's so fun. They, they're so embarrassed, but um, they're proud. They're also so proud. Um, it's more meaningful to them now because they were able to go to the set with me and actually see what I did for eight years at their ages. Um, so they, it was kind of hard, I think, for them to imagine before Fuller House. But now that they've actually been there, my kids have been in a couple of episodes as, you know, background extras. Um, and so they really got to be a part of it. And it was so, so cool. Talk about like a full circle moment. Right. Um, having my own kids on the set, it was just, it was very, very surreal and, and wonderful. They love it. They're proud. They're proud and embarrassed at the <laughs> same time, like most teenagers. <laughs> Kimmy Gimler was put in a lot of embarrassing situations, which I'm sure you were probably teased on as a kid going through it. But now as a parent, what Kimmy Gibbler move do you pull on your kids to get even with them in public when they act up? <laughs> I'm trying to think of what exactly you're referring to. Are you referring to something in the final nine? Uh, final nine, back to when you were a kid, season two of, of the new franchise, all that stuff. Just like a total Kimmy Gibbler move. <laughs> yeah, Kimmy is always just, you know, Kimmy's, in this, in the Ramona Kimmy relationship, in the mother daughter relationship, Ramona has always been more of an adult than Kimmy has, <laughs> and she's always trying to like kind of rein her mother in. I think it's it's hysterical. I love it. I love that's why I love playing this character because she gets to do such outlandish things and dress in such funny costumes and and embarrass her. I, you know, I, I get to embarrass my TV child as much as I embarrass my real life children. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's what a legacy. Um, no, I love it. I think it's, I think it's so funny, and nothing surprises me anymore. Nothing surprised me in this final um, in this final season here. It doesn't matter. They want me to do roller skates, roller blades, fall down a, a, a staircase. You know, it's like whatever it is. Like nothing surprised me at all towards the end because I was like, anything goes. It's Kimmy Gibbler. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. I know the first half of this season, Kimmy was the surrogate to her brother Jimmy's uh, baby with Stephanie. We had the giant proposal dance number musical scene, everything that's going on. The back nine's coming out on June 2nd, which we're really sad to see go. What can we expect, like, humor-wise? You know, a couple of surprises, some more throwback references all the way to the 80s and 90s. Like, where are we going? Oh yeah, the 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 diehard fans will be rewarded greatly. There's a lot of this is our last chance to do throwbacks. So there's um there's a scene, one scene in particular up in the attic where there's just so many Easter eggs. Um, you've already seen it in a preview the little the little honeybee costumes that Stephanie and DJ wore as kids. They bring up they bring out those costumes again. Um, and so and that that scene in particular, we don't even reference all of the the items that you see, but if you if you're a diehard fan, you, you're going to want to freeze frame this this scene and just look for all of the Easter eggs in the attic because um, there's just there's some good ones. It's it's so fun. I loved it. <laughs> okay. It's great. And this this these last. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was going to say that Netflix knows that I would have had a big mouth, so they didn't let me see the back nine just yet. But I'm oh darn it. I'm calling a spoiler right now. This is like okay. super fan spoiler. All right. Okay. At the wedding, the Beach Boys and New Kids on the Block are the house band for the for wedding reception. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to say, let me see. I'm going to say you are mostly wrong, <laughs> partially right. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. I, I figured mostly I'd be wrong, wrong but a little bit right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you're you're mostly wrong, but you have you have uh, there's some elements to what you say that that is that are correct. Because I That's got to I'm see saying. the Beach Boys with John Stamos, so that was like a total throwback moment for me. So that's our little tie into all of this. Oh wow, that's so cool! They were they were huge. They were epic. Yeah, we should we should have had them back on the on Fuller House. I was like the one guest star that we never we never got to have back. But uh, that's so cool. What a moment for you. <laughs> Uh, with everything going on and you're, and you're saying goodbye again, um, but it's a proper send-off. You know, it wasn't like promised to season nine but didn't go um, or whatever else. Is, you know, they said, hey, this is the last run. We're going to make it count. We're going to make it big. Um, is it satisfying to say goodbye again in going out the way that the cast wants? Yes, very satisfying. Um, the the first time around on Full House, we didn't have time to to write a proper finale because we were um, unsure if we were being canceled or not until the last minute. This time, we knew from the very beginning of season five uh, that this was this was it. This was our our swan song. So our writers wrote to it, and I think they they did it beautifully. It has all of the final episode has all of the emotions, um, it, not just sadness, but just satisfaction and, and joy and being proud like it just it has a lot of feel-good moments to it as long as, as well as a lot of bittersweet moments as well and I think as a as a diehard fan I think you're going to be very satisfied with the ending 
it's a good it's a good way to wrap up this series which is what everybody's looking forward to the the thing was the first series ran nearly a decade and 30 years later we still talked about it and they brought you back and then you ran for another half decade what does that say not only about the fan base but the quality of the show and the longevity of our tie to these characters oh that's so sweet thank you for saying that yeah i think um you know our our chemistry the chemistry you see between the cast on on tv that's real like we really do feel that close and we really are that protective of each other uh and that it's been that way since we were 10 years old uh we've always just loved each other like like real family does and so that people are invested in that they're invested in in these characters and and the characters relationships with each other um i think that's the the winning formula here that's that's why we've been so successful and we as actors are just as invested in these characters you know where where they're going to go and where they end up um we were very invested in that from the very beginning um and i just i just love it it's so hard to to say goodbye i love kimmy gibbler so much um, it was very hard to take off that bacon and egg scarf for the very last time. Um, and I'm just, maybe it's, maybe I'm, I'm just kind of in denial, but I, I kind of want to just leave the door open and think that maybe in 20 years we'll, we'll be doing a third iteration of the show and we'll get to do our golden Girls style fullest house. I'm just going to keep thinking that even if it's not true, just because, um, it helps me process the end of the series. You know what? I'm sure some of the some of the kids in the series will will come up with that and do it in 20 years as they're streaming television directly into our retinas by then. <laughs> it'll be wild, whatever. However, it turns out, it'll be wild. <laughs> Andre, I'm going to leave you with two things. And again, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure chatting with you, especially with you having been such a huge part of my childhood and now my adult years. Um, when is the Andrea Barber? Candace Cameron, Lifetime Movie Christmas Crossover coming out, and then where can we find you on social media? <laughs> well, Jody jokes that we're gonna we're gonna do the show from her backyard or from her her garage. We're just gonna we'll just make it up and 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 create our own storylines. Um, but in the meantime, you can find me at, at Andrea Barber on Instagram. Uh, I'm not super active on social media, but you can always send me a DM there, and and I try to read them all and and reply because I love reading people's reactions to the show. Fantastic, Andrea Barber, Kimmy Gibbler. Uh, we're saying goodbye for a second time, which is heartbreaking, but we're thrilled to have had you around for one more go. Fuller House back nine episodes, Tuesday, June 2nd, drop all at once. You know, everyone's going to be streaming all five seasons, uh, you know, from Saturday on. Oh, I hope so. I hope I'm going to be doing the exact same thing. So I'll be right there with the fans. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get a TikTok video out of you guys doing, you know, the new kids dance. You know, some uh, <laughs> hanging tough or, or right stuff or whatever. Hey, I'm always up for a good TikTok and I'm always up for a good new kids song. So count me in. <laughs> Perfect. Take care and thank you again. Yeah, my pleasure. Nice talking with you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.